One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This is a View from the Bullens podcast. Listen to all the news, views and inside track from Goodison Park. This is a View from the Bullens podcast, sponsored by the Beer Keller, Liverpool One. Welcome back to another episode here at View from the Bullens. I am, of course, the Bobble, and joining me is Paul Draper. This is the pre-match Crystal Palace versus Everton FA Cup fixture on Thursday at 8pm. Paul, Everton go to the capital on Thursday to face Crystal Palace, third round of the FA Cup. Do you fancy our chances? Yeah, definitely fancy our chances. We've already been down to Celeste Park once this season and came away with the three points. Obviously, the news of Michael Lise being out for Crystal Palace is, yeah. is a big boost for Everton. He's a he's a tremendous player. He's he's absolutely fantastic, and he, he's done really really well scouting him out of I think it was Reading or yeah, yeah. QPR one of the yeah. one of them two, and he's been re- real real re- re- in real real good form. I think he scored scored a goal a very good goal. I think it was away at Chelsea. He's uh, th- I don't know if he scored that late penalty against Palace or he was involved against City. Sorry, or he's been involved in a lot of kind of goal involvements lately, but. He's a real talent. Um, Everton, as I say, they've already won there. Everton seems to be boosted in terms of injury news. Obviously, we just listened to Sean Dyche earlier, and he alluded to Abdullah Dekore being back in training. Although he's not sure if he, if he'll if he'll get any kind of risks uh, when we play Crystal Palace. I'd probably myself personally have him on the bench and maybe you wouldn't start him. No, I won't, no, won't start it, but I'm, I'm, I'll give him 10, 15 minutes or so to get a bit of match fitness back into him. And, yeah, apart from that, really, Everton have got players to Woody Crystal Palace, as we have already shown this season. They, they're struggling, I'm right, and I think they got one win in five. They have one win in five, and, 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 and their last win was obviously the last time out, which was against Brentford, who are on a five-game losing streak, Brentford are, and they won 3-1 at Sowers Park. But before that, they lost 2-1 at Chelsea. Drew 1-1 against Brighton, at home to Brighton, that is. They got a really good result on the road at Man City. They drew 2-2. That was a really, really good result. And they lost 2-1 at home to uh, to, to Liverpool. They've had some difficult games there. Liverpool, Man City, Brighton, Chelsea away. It's not easy. They've had some difficult games there. So I know it's one win in five. When you look at the fixtures, 
they've, they've had a tough run and the win against Brentford would have, was a big boost for them. Obviously, Brentford are in free fall, but a huge win against Brentford. But like you say, no Elise, that's huge for Everton. That's absolutely massive. He's a key player like Eze is as well. Key players. But I think Everton should take this seriously. I really, really do. And, and, and the talk of playing a weakened team, resting players, I, I, I get that. And I do get it if Everton had a busy January, but we don't have a busy January. There's three games this month. One against Crystal Palace, one against Aston Villa at home, one away at Fulham uh, right at the end of the month. And obviously we have the, the winter break sandwiched in between that as well. We we have quite a light month now in terms of minutes. Um, so I would like Everton to take this very, very seriously. And, and Sean Dyche you know, has, has made it clear that he will be taking it very, very seriously. I'd like to see one or two changes, If in my opinion. I'd like to see Dan Juma come in. I'd rest even McNeil or Harrison, one or the other. I'd get arguments for both um, maybe some minutes for Seamus Coleman get him some minutes now he's back fully fit get him some minutes maybe better for Dominic Calvert-Lewin again I could see the, the argument for that but other than that I wouldn't be making many more changes I really really wouldn't um, I wouldn't be shoehorning people in like for argument's sake drop both the centre halves for Godfrey and Michael Keane whilst they need minutes this does represent a good a, a game for Everton to, to get back on an even keel. And I know it's not a league game, but Everton are on a, on a three-game losing streak in the Premier League. And you need to kind of snap out of that. We're in a bit of a rut and we need to snap out of it as quick as we can. And winning breeds confidence, doesn't it, as we know. And I just think if Everton can win this, we find ourselves into the next round of the FA Cup. And we saw what happened with the, with the Carabao Cup. If you can go deep into a competition the standards go higher in training because everyone wants to be a part of that match day squad then. Everyone wants to start that, that, that competition, you know, quarter-final game, the FA Cup at Goodison. Everyone wants to play it. So it, it breeds competition within the, within the camp. And I think that's another reason why, for me, I would go full strength. And obviously, like, like you've rightly said, there's pressure on Roy Hodgson at Crystal Palace. He, he's not a manager who's got a free ride right now. There is pressure. There's a nervousness at Selhurst Park when you go there. And... Roy Hodgson is a manager that is under scrutiny and he's under pressure. And if Everton can go there and score first, there's absolutely no reason why Everton can't win the game. There really, really isn't. Everton have already gone there this year and picked up a really, really good win on the road in the FA, um, in the league, 3-2. There's no reason why Everton can't replicate that. Would I take a risk with Decore? No, I wouldn't. Hamstring injuries are, are, are weird ones. That They're difficult ones. And this wasn't just a, a, a niggle. This was a hamstring injury, which has kept him out for, you know, a couple of games now. So at best for me, it'd be bench. He's only just returned to training. And I mean, just as we speak, I don't think that warrants you starting. You know, even if it was a Premier League game, Paul, I don't think that warrants you starting. I really, really don't. I think a hamstring injury you have to be very careful with. And given how limited Everton are in the central areas with Decore, Onana, James Garner, Adrissa Garnagay, imminently going to the AFCON. I think we've got to treat Takore with wrapping up in cotton wool a little bit. I think he's a player we've got to look after. And I think putting him on the bench for me, I think that would be the correct call. Obviously, if he starts and he comes through it, then obviously, who, am, you know, who, am, who are we to judge? But I just think given that everything that's gone before, given our lack of numbers in there, I would get why we would put him on the bench. Or maybe not even travel at all. We'll soon find out. Maybe not even travel at all and get a few more training sessions underneath him. A, a, a tough call for, for Sean Dyche. And he's going to have to make a... A decision very, very soon on that. But all in all, like I previously said, there's no reason, Paul, for me, why Everton can't down, can't go down there and get through into the next round. And I think, considering we've got the best part of 12 days off, 11 days off after this game. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Let's go down there and, and, and get through into the next round of the FA Cup. And let's get a bit of a run together again. Let's breed some confidence. Let's get some winning, a winning mentality back into the team. We shouldn't, we shouldn't fear Crystal Palace, mate. With all due respect, they're sitting in 14th. If Everton had their 10 points back, we'd be, I think, five points clear of Crystal Palace. So we shouldn't be fearing Crystal Palace. Yes, they've got some dangerous players. As a really good player, Elise is out. But I think Everton, if we play to the levels that we can do, we've got more than enough to go down there. Jordan Ayew seems to always turn up against Everton. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. He does always seem to turn up against Everton. You're right. Uh, annoyingly. Annoyingly. Um... But again, I just think if Everton played to the levels that we can, not against Wolves, granted that was a, a really bad day, but if we play as well as we did at Tottenham, play as well as we did against Man City at times, Everton can get through into the next round for me. I really, really believe that. Five at the back, four at the back. What four. would you go with? Four. Don't take that five away from me. Don't want to see it ever again after that Wolves mm. performance. But yeah, um, four at the back. And I think I'd like to see Dan Juma playing that kind of advanced Midfielder behind the striker role, if obviously if Abdul the Kore is indeed fit enough to start. I'd like to see maybe Dobbin get a start too, with him, maybe Dobbin on the left, and you could potentially. You'd drop Harrison and McNeil. Uh, well, um, if Dan Juman is to play in the advanced kind of behind the striker, then you're dropping one of the two, aren't you? And one of the centre halves just coming out for, for Dan Juman. But yeah, I'd like to see Dobbin get a, a few minutes. He, I think he deserves them. I think he needs them. If we're not gonna, if we're not gonna send them out on loan because we're low on numbers, I think he needs to get more minutes. He needs to be involved a bit more. And I'd like to see Seamus Coleman get a start there uh, too. Obviously, I think Patterson had a, had a very difficult game against Wolves in a five. I think his confidence may be a bit, a bit low after that. So I think he'll be good to give Coleman a run out and just build his fitness back up, obviously, after his long-term injury and then his little niggle that he had after Newcastle. So, yeah, I'd like to see four at the back and a few changes, Dan Juma, Dobbin and Coleman and potentially potentially better if if you think, although I think better could, is potentially pushing to mm. start in the league games right now with Carver-Lewin's form. I want to just touch on the, the, the fixture itself, Paul. A Thursday night FA Cup game from Goodison Park down to Selhurst Park. Eight o'clock kickoff. It's absolutely criminal, isn't it? This this sort of kickoff time and, and day. Absolutely criminal. Yeah, it's 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 not the best, obviously. I've, because of that reason, I'm unfortunately missing my first game off of this season. 
Um, well, I obviously have to watch it on the telly, but kind of with obviously with people working on and obviously shifts and everything that's going on straight after Christmas, it's a bit of a difficult one for a lot of people. Um, I personally think they've chosen to put us on that Thursday night slot basically on purpose to make a point saying, Oh, you've been complaining about like sort of English football and the league and all the all the kind of government bodies, so. Here you go, have a little bit of that. Because if not, it doesn't really make sense. Crystal Palace Everton just sounded to me like a normal Saturday three o'clock game. Yeah, I agree. A game that wouldn't have been on on no kind of television. I think with, with some of the fixtures that, that were drawn out in the third round, I, I was surprised to see us on on television. But yeah, we've we've seen it before with different fixtures, not only for us, for other teams. I can think of West Ham away this season a Sunday at one o'clock in the afternoon. I can think of Brighton away a few years ago. I think we had Kuman managing us ended up one one. That was a yeah, I remember that a Sunday half one or two o'clock kickoff mm. that wasn't on on UK television. You, you see, so 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 often teams get the the fixtures changed and they get allocated slots that either don't make sense for the fixture or. It's so hard for fans to either get there or get back from the game. Even when we last played Palace in the FA Cup, yeah, there were, I remember there was no trains back that day, and and Everton did really really well. I think the the subside and they paid for all the coaches for every mm. fan that went down there. But it was so so difficult. There needs to be a rule. There needs to be a rule brought in, isn't it? That depending on the mileage from ground to ground. So say it's over a hundred miles, then you can't. Then you don't play, especially cup games. You then don't play midweek at eight pm. You're then a weekend game. Do you understand? If you're fifty miles away from each other, I kind of get a midweek game. That's okay. I get that. But when it's hundred and you know, when it's over a hundred miles per se, just an example, there almost needs to be a rule brought in that if your fixture is over a hundred miles, you can't be moved to a midweek game for, for fan reasons, because this game is extreme. It's ridiculous because Crystal Palace, it's in London, but it's Croydon, it's it's South London, it's a pig to get to, round the M25, it's miles. It's going to probably be five hours on a coach, probably the best part of five. How long did it take you in the league? Well, that's what I was trying to think, what time did we leave? It must have been around five hours. So when you think about it, when you think about it, let's just say five hours, that's a 10 hour round trip with no traffic. Was it a three o'clock kickoff in the league? I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. So ten hours, ten hours, mate. How 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 can they justify that as, as a midweek game? I, I honestly, I just it beggars belief for me how you can justify that as a as a as a midweek game. I think there needs to be a rule brought in that if, like I say, if you're over so many miles away from each other, TV channels cannot choose you for a uh, for a TV unless it's weekend. You yeah, see so, it all the time. You, you you speak to Newcastle, and I speak to Newcastle oh. journalists who have to follow their team. And you know they'll, they'll be down in Brighton on a Monday night for a league game at eight o'clock. Like that that is that is literally in reality. You need to get a flight. It's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. You're better off flying. It's just an absolute joke. And they've been put on a Monday night at eight pm in the past. And you think how are you allowed to do that to fans? Obviously, they were down at uh, Liverpool the other day mm-hmm. midweek. Yeah, they always seem to play us midweek. Midweek, yeah, and it's always round December. Although normally it's normally us that go up there midweek. I think 
we're going up there midweek again. Yeah. Obviously, Evans' next away game is midweek Tuesday against Fulham. Down in London again. Yeah. There's just no consideration for, for, for travelling supporters. It's not just Everton. It, it's, no, as, it, as, it, as it's as the Premier New, League in general. Newcastle probably feel the most sort of aggravated over it because obviously they're, they're the furthest team north. It's, it's an absolute trek to get to, from anywhere to Newcastle. But some of the tips that they've had to put up with in the past is that's absolutely criminal, as you say. I think the FSA try and do the best job they can at trying to protect fans. Mm, they yeah. always try and try and um, protest or the 20th Plenty campaign back in the day. Yeah, for match tickets. They always yeah. try and at least get the fixtures as much in advance as you can to try and plan or try and have the least amount of changes possible. But the Premier League, the FA in this, in this case, obviously this weekend, they, they don't really care. No, no. They just rather see that game go on selling and get more money for it and, from a business point of view, it's it's understandable, but for those that go everywhere or every week, or even those that maybe want to go a few times and just want to take the kids to an away game or in the cup when it's normally easier to get tickets, it's it's uh, it's really really hard for for them kind of people. But you you sort of buckle up with it and the kind of go with it because unfortunately it, it is just the way the the, the world of football mm. goes it is at, unfortunately at it is but tomorrow for me is just a, an absolute joke but like I previously said we're not the only club that has to put up with this but anyway prediction time Everton go to Selhurst Park Crystal Palace versus Everton FA Cup third round 8 o'clock kickoff. Paul what is your prediction? Crystal Palace nil Everton 2 I think we'll come out on top obviously we've got quite a I always say we've got good, we got good attacking players. We just need to start kind of taking our chances. I think especially Tottenham was was a hard one to take. The chances we created and uh, we had nothing to show for City. We had two or three quality chances after the goal and we were unfortunate not to take them again. And Wolves was just one of them games where it just happens one of them games after a big run of games and kind of demanding run of games. You can just sort of have an off day it, it just happens unfortunately it was against Wolves and we did get a bit of a high then but I can see the players bouncing back from it and yeah Crystal Palace nil Everton too I like the optimism mate I like the optimism I'm going to go 1-0 Everton I think Everton are going to sneak it 1-0 uh, and we'll get through into the fourth round and then have a couple of the players will have a couple of days off ahead of Aston Villa at home on the 14th of January. So there we have it, guys. There is the pre-match chat as Everton face Crystal Palace in the third round of the FA Cup at Selhurst Park on Thursday at 8pm. Keeping on all our social media channels, as always, for all the latest news coming out of Goodison Park and Finch Farm. If you're going to Selhurst Park, safe trip, and we'll see you very soon. Take care and all the very best. Thank you. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.